We got a different format for you tonight, starting on In This Very Ring. Here we go. Oh my God! Oh, come in. It's almost time. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of In This Very Ring, right here live on A2D Radio. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. I am the one known as Ritz, and joining me in person, and that's what we were talking about new. We talked about it back at the end of 2022. We said we were going to kick things off in 2023 with it. Butters is here in the studio. Uh, We will be doing our shows every single week from here, from behind this desk each and every week. Live reaction shows, prediction shows. Uh, We're going to do a lot of watch-alongs tonight. Actually, we're going to do one of them tonight as well. Um, So... Butters, how are you, my friend? Now that I'm here, later. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, I am doing good. Well, doing good, doing good. All is well. Good, good, good. Um, we're more on the new format in just a little bit. But first, we want to thank our sponsors, Alon Z Travel. Alon Z Travel specializes in creating a vacation of your dreams at Disney Universal or wherever your heart calls you. Let their talented team of travel experts, including me, Create a custom vacation for you without any of the stress. Alon Z on over to alonz-travel.com backslash take the trip to get in touch with myself or any of the other talented travel agents and let us start planning your next vacation without any of the stress. So, like I said, before we get into the new show format and how we're doing things with the watch along and everything like that, we do have some news to talk about. Would you pull that all the way closed for me? No. I was going to open it up all the way. You're such an asshole. Um, we do have some new, some news to talk about. And actually, probably big news, I would say. Uh, earlier this week. Was it earlier this week? Yes. Earlier this week, Stephanie McMahon, she resigned from her position as co-CEO and has walked away from the WWE. Unless they resigned, you mean she quit. Yeah, she, she, well, politely, she resigned. It's it's politely, but. Politely. I mean, push comes to shove. I mean, the real word is just fucking just outright quit. Well, right, exactly, exactly. But, um, so that, that news was announced, and then the rumor mill started flying. And then. And then, (laughs) as a very good friend of mine likes to say often, um, the rumor mill of sales, the company being sold. Um, we this was all Tuesday, so Stephanie resigns Tuesday, mm-hmm. and you were part of those conversations. You, myself, as we see Chrome chiming in here. Hey, fellas, what's up, Chrome? How you doing, buddy? And Chuck Ferrandon also chiming in. Yo, gentlemen, what's up, boys? Um, you, me, Chrome, like the entire wrestling team here at HUD Radio, we were involved in those conversations about. Um, is there a sale? Is there is there more breaking news that we're going to have to deal with? And a lot of people were kind of pointing in the direction of Saudi Arabia. And 
you know, Sal Monster had mentioned it on his Twitter. Brian Alvarez mentioned it on his Twitter. Everybody that, that was in the know said there was something big coming Tuesday night. Now, that never happened. Yep. It's very important to note that that never happened. Everybody got played for chumps. I don't know if they got played for chumps or if it wasn't ever... If it wasn't ever supposed to leak, which obviously stuff's not never supposed to truly leak, but if it got out, word got out. I was about to say, if something, if this was true, they're fixing to be bought by Saudi, and somebody decided to leak it to see if it would stop the sale, it gets leaked, it blows up, you're talking negative press, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh shit, let me back. Well, and. Last week on the show, we did the conversation about who would buy WWE. I don't even think we brought up Saudi at all. We never did. We never did. And the more I thought about it throughout, I had multiple conversations. I don't know about you. I had multiple conversations between Tuesday, Wednesday, and even a little bit Thursday about that transaction. And the more I thought about it, the less problems I saw with it. What, Saudi? With Saudi. I have my reservations. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. That's not up for debate. I have a lot of reservations with it. But I don't know if I really, truly, honest to God, I could say it would be a bad move. It kind of would because... In, you know, absolutely, say, absolutely. Because from what I've heard, what's going on, there's a lot of states pushing, a lot of places pushing... The band Saudi back shows. So Chrome's saying, hold on. That's why they're having a hard time getting... Chrome's saying it did happen. The sale was confirmed. They just didn't complete a sale. But the reports were correct in that something big was dropping. Okay. I don't remember seeing any of that. I don't either. But but I'm not saying he's wrong. I just just don't remember seeing it. And there was so so much going around. And we'll put pin in that real fast. I don't want to get back to Chrome's comment. There was so much going around that it was very easy to miss some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But go ahead. No, but they're already having a hard enough time securing some sort of TV rights for their live golf issue. That mm-hmm. buying WWE, they would have issues because I think there's already one state that's already banned Saudi shows. But would they? And let me go somewhere with this. You have a golf. You have a. I don't know if you call it a league. And, Club and or you have golf. <laughs> That's what I'm calling it. You've got golf, and then you pick up WWE, mm-hmm. a global icon, an established global icon. No offense to live, the yeah, live yeah, golf, yeah. but you're new. You're you know brand new. Da, da, da. WWE is an established global icon. It's like picking up the NBA or the MLB, you know, or even the NFL to a certain extent. You pick up something with credibility, somebody with a, a name, an establishment, a fan base, mm-hmm. right? So I think there are some differences there. there. There is, but the problem is a lot of people see a Saudi, the Saudi government in a different light and that they don't want to see, you know, a Saudi back. And then, you, then you've also got the superstars. Right. Uh, don't get me wrong. Again, I have my reservations on it. And a lot of that does come into 
a, a lot of the and get to him that I will get to his comment in just a second. A lot of that does play into the Saudi, you know, the the people that back the fund, right? Government, non-government, whatever, however that's, I don't know the, co- the composition of it all. Yeah, I don't either. But and I don't care to know. It's not for me to know. All, all they all they do is associate the name with Saudi with something bad, and that's all it takes. Right, and I don't know if, I don't know where I stand because I've never taken a position on it. I've Same never, here. I've never had a reason to. Mm-hmm. And that that's a whole other story for another time. Actually, no, it's not. We're never talking about that. <laughs> I'm going to say that right now. This before... is politics in general. Exactly. Um, but I have my reservations when you think about the talent, when you think about the people that are actually running that 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 company. When I look at it on paper, though, mm-hmm. there's some hard... There are some things that have become hard to pass up. And obviously, money is everything. If the numbers I heard are true, I'm Vince. See ya. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so Chrome says here, and I got I have the laptop. So this is another part of the the new format. We have a laptop over here. This is just for producing. I have the everything's running off the desktop over here. The camera, the microphone, everything's from over there. So, but this is tiny. So I need to look over here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chrome says, I say the sale is confirmed in that there's been rumors for months about it. Um, if they're going to sell the company, the company openly accepting offers was confirmed. It was never known for sure. The McManager son until Tuesday. Okay. So he clarifies his position on that a little bit. Well, yeah, I had heard the same rumors. I heard the same rumors that the company was getting sold. What we had said wasn't confirmed was the, um, to Saudi Arabia. That was never confirmed. But we've been hearing that for months that a sale was coming. Yeah. Uh, and Vince coming back. And again, we talked about all of that last week. I don't want to reopen up that that conversation necessarily. Mm-hmm. Because I think we will in some aspects once we get to our poll question or topic of conversation. Mm-hmm. But we always give a little backstory. So I wanted to give some of that kind of build on what's been happening. Because I think Looking at and you write the shows now. And again, we I like pulling the curtain back and telling everybody what's going on. Butters has taken over writing the show for about the last what four months now. No, I'd say the last couple months. Probably two or three months at this yeah. point. Close enough, fucker. Um, I was thinking more like two, but because you really don't count last month since you know. We yeah, like one since um, October. Fuck it. He's been <laughs> writing it since October of twenty twenty two. And he came, he hit me with the poll question um, earlier, and I got to pull it back up here. Our poll question is brought to you by Dr. Paul Vidal at Specialized Physical Therapy. Yeah, <laughs> SpecializedPhysicalTherapy.com. Uh, check him out in Burlington, Cherry Hill, New Jersey. He's our doc, making your. That's Dr. Paul Vidal at Specialized Physical Therapy. Stephanie McMahon resigned from the WWE because of Vince McMahon. Agree, disagree. Butters, you wrote it. You start off. Honestly and truly, I, I think the majority of it had to do with Vince. Him coming back and taking over the board the way he did, the potential sale, because I honestly don't think Stephanie, Hunter, any of the family wants that to be sold. 
Period. If it's gonna, if it, if any kind of sale happens, they want it to be within the family still. Mm-hmm. And I think push comes to shove. Stephanie decided that she had enough and said, "Fuck it, I quit." Well, respectfully resigning, of course. But I think at the end of the day, I think she, I, I'd have to agree to the poll and say she quit because of Vince. Especially, like I said, the way he forces himself back in. Because you could call it a force. You, force you could. You have the. Um, so at the end of the day, I agree to the poll. I think Vince is ultimately what has has. It wasn't Vince that made her resign, but because it, it was of her own free will. But I think that's exactly what made her resign. I think there were underlying factors mm-hmm. into why she resigned. I don't know if I would say it was all because of Vince. Do I think he plays a role in that? I think it's indirectly he plays a role in that. Mm-hmm. I think with him... Oh, wow. So, Bryce says, Vince gives me the creeps. She absolutely did. Um, Crow goes on to say, of course she did. She has a personal brand that can't align with his womanizing, bullying, and egomaniacal behavior. And, and that that's kind of where I was going with that. Um, I, I That plays a role in it, but I, I don't, I think there was other things going on. Because if you remember, if you go back to her stepping away the first time, she didn't resign that first time. She stepped away. Mm-hmm. She cited wanting to spend time with the family, whether that was true or not, whether it was for um, whether it was because of Vince, all the, everything that was going down at that time. Hard to say. I, I the more I think about it, it probably is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I feel like there's underlying factors that we just don't no, know about because absolutely. it goes to personal life stuff. And I think when you got to think about it, this, is the only thing she's ever done. Correct. Her entire life, only thing she's ever done. I don't know if she has a what if. Right. She watched Shane go off and do some stuff. I mean, what you would call it. A- Shane was all there all of last year for what the rumble and booted out because of the issues. And now, you know, Stephanie's here. Vince left. Stephanie come back. See, that's another thing. She decided to step down and step away from the WWE. And in the moment Vince left, you know what? All right, I'm back. And the moment he comes back, oh no, on. And it it's not a bad. It's not. It, no, it, it's not know, wrong. Except this time now, it's I'm not stepping away for a moment. I'm gone. Right, and that that's that's where I I, I, I tell myself there's more to it than just Vince. You know, yeah. And I think the sa- I think the the sale the sale hitter plays harder. a huge role in that because again, it, it goes back to it's the only thing she's ever known. It's and the now only she, career path she's I'm ever. I say now she's going to be able to spend more time with the kids, the family. Mm-hmm. Uh, from my understanding, she just had surgery. I think it was yesterday or today on her ankle. Okay. Had something go wrong. Had something with her ankle. Just had surgery. Um, so she was going to end up being away for regardless, but nothing like she did on Tuesday. Right. You know, so 
Dear God, the man is jacked. So, all right. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, it just like that, I forgot how jacked he was compared to how. All right. So, full disclosure: we are doing a watch along in a little bit, a little bit later in the show of the 2002 Royal Rumble. We're not going to do a, the whole program. We're specifically going to watch the Chris Jericho versus The Rock for the title. And then the physical Royal Rumble itself. We have it on playing behind the camera right now, like we do for all our uh, live reaction shows. And the Ric Flair, Vince McMahon street fight just came on. And Vince just made his way down to the ring. And that's why Skippy over here said, by God, he's jacked. I forgot how jacked the man was. Even when he wears those suits, you can't tell. But so Chrome says we're lucky he he can't come on because he does not agree with anything that we're saying. Immediately there's a comment section. <laughs> so but but again it goes back to everybody's gonna have a difference of opinion on this. There is no right or wrong. There is well when it comes to your opinion and what you think and what you believe, right? We are agree to disagree for a reason. For a reason, right? Um I think she did. Based on my response, yes, I have to say I agree with the statement, but I take the statement further. It's not all because of Vince. Mm -hmm. Right? There are other underlying factors to it. I think Vince is going to get a lot of bad press, deservedly so, because he does have a lot of bad tendencies. Characteristics, mannerisms, you name it. There's a lot of bad to Vince. Um, But I think ultimately, and I said it Tuesday in one of the group messages. um, I said it Tuesday in one of the group messages. Him coming back, I think there's part of it is it's this is his baby. Mm -hmm. WWE is his baby. And if there is going to be a sale he wants to make sure that it's properly done. He can't walk away from it. He does still own, he still owns the company at 80, what is it? 81% of his, he owns 81% of the shares. I believe it is something like that. He's got vast majority share period. Right. So he still owns the company. Um, So it was only a matter of time for him to come back to facilitate something like this. If this is the direction he really wanted to go. The issue is, is he's got, you know, Yes or no on meteorites. Yes or no on sale. He's got everything rock and rolling to the point where it's like nothing it's, ticks without him. And to a certain extent, if he if he truly stays in the office, if he truly stays in Connecticut, mm-hmm. in the office, and facilitates these sales, facilitates these deals, does not run the company in any way, shape, or form, Mm -hmm. then to some business perspective of it, I'm cool with it. I don't know the corporate world. I don't know the business side of it. I don't know what all goes into a sale or a merger or a TV deal or anything of that nature. And quite honestly, and again, this, this is just who I am. I don't give a fuck. You know, to me, I think the Saudi thing didn't get announced, I think, because of the lawsuit. He's already got one person. 
A hundred percent. Filing a lawsuit in Delaware against him for the way he came in. The lawsuit, is, it's wrong to say it kind of makes me laugh. One. He owns 81% of the company. What else did you want him to do? I, how? Oh, and again, I don't know. Keep, keep going, keep going. I don't know how it works. From a you own the majority share. You're the majority shareholder. I don't know a lot of that. I will be very, very honest with you. I, that, that is not my forte. Mm -hmm. Business, all that, not my forte. So it's basically saying. Shareholder Sue McMahon in Delaware's court accusing him of wielding his 81% voting control to oust three board members, replace them with loyalists, and push through bylaw changes that would impose his will on the board in WWE, which apparently the majority of that is illegal in Delaware. And since they're based, I'm guessing, in Delaware. They're not. I don't know. The, the, the Pretty sure the, the, the office is still in Connecticut. Look it up. But let's see. Delaware General Court law breach of fiduciary duty. Now, if, he does have a fiduciary duty to the shareholders. As the owner of the company or the chairman, and then that's where he fucked up. Trying, Let, let's back up for a second. Trying, basically what they're trying to do is get the bylaws changed back. And then the let's, let's, let's back up okay. for a second. Let's back up for a second. Here's what I do know. As the chairman of the board and as the board of directors, you have a fiduciary duty to the shareholders. Mm -hmm. So you have to do what's right by the shareholders. That's why you'll see different things happen in different companies. Making himself chairman of the board. Mm -hmm. Or not making himself. Getting himself elected to chairman of the board. Open the door for that part of the lawsuit. So this is what this is the law he violated. Uh, so hold on. Chrome's just firing off here. Vince came back because if he can't have the company, nobody can. He's going to sell it to the highest bidder and fuck his family over. Vince Sr. is rolling in his grave. And if it's a power move, the company goes private. He can negotiate his role with the company as part of the sale. Let's stop giving this piece of shit any kind of credit. Everything about his pocket, everything's about his pockets, his bank accounts, and his ego. Um, if he cared enough, if he cared about it being his baby, his daughter who's given everything to the company, would be taking over, and then he adds, if he cared, he would tell Stephanie and Hunter to get together a buying group and sell it to them so he can get his money and it stays with the family, but he doesn't care. He's literally one of the worst people on the planet. That's an interesting statement, though. Yeah. I, I want to take that for just half a second. Who's to say that she's not? Say she's not what? Putting together a buying group. That's true. Who's to say she's not trying to pull a bitch off? How Bischoff was trying to buy WCW. Yeah. Right. And, and again, I'm not I'm not giving him any ounce of credit or whatever have you. I'm trying to take this objectively. I'm trying to take this as middle ground as I can. Mm -hmm. Because I don't want to come on the I never want to come on the air and just completely go negative. That is a big problem with me. One with some of the people on this platform. Two, it doesn't make me want to watch. So I try to stay middle yeah. of the road. I try to stay middle ground. I try to give some benefit of the doubt. 
I try to do whatever. Because again, if you remember, I took the fuck you Tony Khan route for a very long time. I didn't like those shows. At the end of it, I had a headache. I was miserable. I was bitchy. I don't like doing that. But real quick, and we can mold, mold this over later. But basically, according to what he, when it comes to... Okay, Crow, no, hold on. Stop, 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 stop. Chrome, you and I are going to disagree on this. Okay? But again, I'm going to take the what if because there are things we don't know. We don't know if she's doing it. She could be doing it. I'm, I'm going to say that. I'm going to say it's a possibility. Until it comes out that there is a sale. Until it comes out that it's done. It's going to this person. There's a press release from the WWE. I'm going to keep doing this. Yep. Okay? I can take things objectively because while Vince isn't, he says that uh, you can't take anything involving Vince objectively. He's not an objective person. He's not a logical person. I am. I'm objective and I'm logical. I'm go. I'm not going to immediately go into this completely negative. I have my own theories for off the air that I keep off the air. But when I'm on here, I try to take the objective route and look at all different avenues so that we can have a conversation about it. So I just come on here and say, Vince sucks, Vince is the devil, blah, 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 blah. What are we going to talk about? I have nothing to talk about at that point. It's a 10-second conversation, and we move on. We're going to move on anyway, because I'm done talking about it now. We'll find out more details as to follow, but we have a Royal Rumble to prepare for. We have WrestleMania to prepare for. On the other side, we have AEW doing whatever the hell AEW is doing to get prepared for their next Wednesday night special. Which I can't stand those. The Wednesday night special? Or the, the Battle of the Belts after a rampage. That's poor timing. Yeah, no. Battle, Battle of the Belts needs to be one of their Wednesday specials. I, because I, it's reminiscent of Clash of the Champions. Mm-hmm. It either needs to be a Wednesday special or, or something on the weekend. Something that's, a, like you said, a different date or, fuck, a different time slot than... Because I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I was kind of intrigued in Battle of the Belts. And, I, and again, I, I don't have a lot of time to sit down and watch a show from start to finish. The problem... I, I make the time for the live reaction shows that we do... Because we're on the air. I enjoy watching them with you. But during the week, it's hard. Well, see, the problem with Battle of the Belts being where it is, time slot-wise, unless it's a, a pay-per-view, premium live event, whatever the fuck you want to call them, to whatever brand wants to call them, nobody wants to sit for four hours and watch wrestling. Yeah, on we, a Friday night. It's hard to. You know, like I said... But, that, but you're assuming that everybody's... That, that somebody's going to watch both shows. SmackDown. And then Rampage. And then Battle of the Belt. So I'm saying, nobody wants to sit through all that. They might skim through one or the other and do other things, but at the end of the night, nobody's going to want to sit and watch that much wrestling unless it's, like I said, pay-per-view. If you want, you know, the big so I, I can't lie. I, I enjoy the concept when I do get to sit down and... and Watch a Friday night mm-hmm. SmackDown. I enjoy the idea of all right. I, I watch two hours of hopefully it's not always great. 
Like, his last couple of Raws have not been that good because they they going up against the champion, the national championship. They, they knew nobody's watching. National championship. The ass-kicking that Georgia handed TCU. Um, but you show up to a game. Right. <laughs> don't send the practice squad. Speaking of showing up, did anybody know if the Jags showed up? Last I saw, they were getting their ass kicked. Did they finally show back up, or did they just... Uh, they did. It's 30-20 with eight minutes left. It was at one point 27-7. Okay, okay. So, they try to show, so, you know. All right. So, anyway. Um, where is it? I really enjoy the concept of two hours of hopefully really good SmackDown, mm-hmm. and then I get to watch another hour of AEW. And then typically by that point, I'm either going out somewhere, I'm going to jump on the games and hang out with somebody. So why not? Why does AEW do Rampage and then Clash of the Belts? Clash of the Belts when you could just skip Rampage for that week and then just do Clash of the whatever? Yeah. This way, you're not taking that hit. You're not putting on too much content, and you're still in your same time slot that everybody's going to watch regardless because it's AEW. You're still going to have all those AEW faithfuls, plus the whatever WWE fans that do watch WWE, the ones that are not on that on one side only, not the other, fuck the other. You know, you got the people that just I want some good old fashioned wrestling. Let's watch it. Yeah, and then that's that's where I sit with it. I sit with the notion of I just want to watch wrestling. Exactly. I could care less. Don't get me wrong. There are things that piss me off in both companies. Mm-hmm. This past Wednesday night was one of them for AEW. You know, Raw SmackDown's been wishy-washy. Well, let's dive into that, though. What made you mad about Wednesday night? Trio's titles. <laughs> you suspend I motherfuckers. Knew this was coming. You suspend motherfuckers for actions unbecoming of what you, whatever you want to call their titles. Which is what we're going to call it for now. You know, action's unbecoming. And then, as soon as they come back, you, you yes, you give them a best of seven series, whatever, what the fuck ever. But you give them the fucking titles back. You strip them and give well, them back. Well, all right, so let's, let's go back. Let's go back to that. Don't get me wrong, that series was good. The series was great. Let's not take away anything away from I'm you. not taking anything away from the series. All they're doing... For lack of a better phrase, I don't know what the word is here, but they're writing the ship. You put the trio's titles on the elite. What was it? Four months ago? Five months ago? Six months ago? Whatever it was. Yeah. Right? Whenever Brawl Out happened. Everything happened afterwards. Mm -hmm. But they had plans. Could have adjusted your plans, but I okay, fine, I get it. You didn't want to. You bring the elite back after an appropriately excessive amount of time. Kind of on that little border. A little bit in the middle. Little look here, Brian. Thank you. <laughs> I watch a lot of Family Guy too. Um and then you set the stage. To have really, really good matches. I don't like the fact that you had Death Triangle go up so quickly and then fall so hard. But there's no real good way to do a back and forth 
without it becoming predictable. Mm-hmm. I, you know, going up 3-0, like you said, they go up 3-0, and then all of a sudden, boom! They lose out. So, eh. The underdogs! The under... Man, fuck the underdogs! I, I don't know if I would call them the underdogs by no you know, stretch of the imagination. And, and, then, and then it's like, I swear sometimes it's like, did you do it because he just became IWGP United States Champion? Uh, you know, since you're trying to mend those doors? And I, Tony is trying to do a lot right now. I think the relationship with AAA is pretty much non-existent at this point. Now I don't know if they're trying to work it into some kind of story. No, I think I think, I think they I think they closed. I, it sounds it 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 sounds like Conan's like <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, I think that door got slammed. It, it, Which okay, slam bolted shut, boarded shut. It's I think that's with everything that kept going on with the pushbacks with the man, you know, it's like that's one door they closed. Exactly. And then now we have WWE potentially opening up doors with New Japan. I'm I'm excited for that. You know, there's potential. You know, they said there was Shinsuke with the Great Muda. Yep. You know, so there's potential there. There is very high potential. Speaking of Stephanie, yep. um, you know, there's very high potential to open a door. You know, WWE could do it right. WWE they could open the door, send somebody, and say, "Hey, would you want to send somebody to the Rumble?" You know, just show showcase them off. That would be kind of cool. We got the rubble coming up. Yep. You know, showcase some New Japan talent. Try to get That would be huge if Oh god, if Abushi showed up at the Rumble. Maybe we could see, you know, Mickey James back in, you know, in the Rumble this year again, like they, they did last year with the Impact. Yeah, maybe. Since she's a knockout <laughs> champion again. We see so on the screen. Stephanie's cutting a promo about the Rumble, and Austin walks up behind her. And I and I love, I loved the interaction between Steph and Steve over the years. It was great. Mm-hmm. Um, so let let's kind of transition as we talk throughout the Rumble. We'll go back and forth on this week in wrestling as well. We're we're gonna, they're gonna see a lot of trial and errors of how some of these shows go. About what we talk about and get through, whatever have you. Um, Got a young Michael Cole. Yeah, no kidding. I didn't even think about that. Once this segment ends and they do the video package for the Chris Jericho Rock match, I'm going to pause it. We'll, if you want to watch along with us, you can. Um, and we'll, we'll be talking about what we see there. We'll do some backstory. Kind of like how they do it on 83 Weeks with Eric Bischoff, because I'm addicted to that podcast. Um, cheap plug for them. So, give you some backstory of what's going on, if you hadn't seen it before. Insight from you on why you picked this specific Rumble, because I told you to pick one this morning, and you just said... Okay. You just you just fired a number off that. Well, I, I went back and forth between two. Well, hold on. Okay, you're good. We'll, we'll get there in just a second. Um, so, Damien says, if Jags lose this game tonight, this would be a preview of what would happen. 
If the cons own WWE, damn it, I'm going to need a lot of alcohol. That was also on the table. The cons, the cons buying WWE. I heard about that. Did you also see that Nick Khan went and talked to Bob Iger? And ESPN. Yeah, well, same people. Disney's on ESPN. Yes. I thought they were separate entities. No, because Disney's on ABC. They have the ESPN Wide World of Sports Complex on Walt Disney World property. Show you how much I know about ESPN, okay? What rock do you live under? Um, Patrick's Rock. Oh my god, that explains so much. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, you know what's gonna happen now, right? What's that? I'm gonna have Frank take the picture of you mm-hmm. and put it on Patrick's body. Cowboy me or uh, facial hair me? And then we're going to slap... Cowboy. <laughs> and then we're going to slap it on... What it, but it's going to be Patrick when he comes up from the rock. And we're going to make it a fucking gif. That is in your future, my friend. So good luck to you there. Good luck trying to get it done. Get her done! Alright, so... This is the, the video package has just started. I haven't paused. For those of you wondering on the peak on Peacock, it's season 15, episode one of the Royal Rumble. We are at time code 5839. We're gonna take this to roughly the end, which is a lot longer than I thought. Hold please. I must confirm with some time. Because that says two hours. There ain't no way this match is two hours. Yeah, this match is 20 minutes, and then you have the Royal Rumble, which goes for an hour. So something has to happen in between that we're not seeing on this run sheet. An hour, 20 minutes, that's potentially two, three more matches in between. We'll fast forward throughout um, what we need. So, because we're already at 38 minutes of showtime. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so I'm going to hit play in three. Actually, we'll, we'll give you a few minutes to get fired up. Uh, right at the 40 minute mark, we'll hit play. So that's about another minute and a half from now. Um, but yeah, no. So to Damien's point, Disney owns ABC, NBC. They don't own all of Fox, but they own a portion of Fox. Mm-hmm. That is why the Simpsons are on Disney plus. Um, they do own a portion of Fox. Okay. And, uh, yeah. So, Brian Daly chiming in. What's up, Daly? Make sure you guys check out Brian Daly, Rob Povia, and Matt Sinsuti. And I think Brad's on that show with them now. Every Tuesday night for Hockey Happy Hour. Um, can't say that the Flyers are doing much. But the show's good. <laughs> Guys do a great job. I think sometimes they get less to work with than we do. It's like trying to squeeze water out of a rock, but okay. Huh? Exactly. What in the backwoods redneck hell? Squeeze. I get that it's impossible. I get the logic behind the saying. 
but squeeze water out of a rock. Or, you know, the other saying, can't get blood from a stone when you need eggs. Can't get what? Blood from a stone. What that? I, I might challenge that one. I don't think they mean by throwing it, but, you know, the same concept as trying to squeeze it, but, you know. All right, so we're a little bit past the 40-minute mark. I'm going to hit play in three, two, Just fucking hit one. Play. Fuck you. I hit play. Don't tell me what to do, asshole. I do what I want. I do what I want. Respect my authority. Stop giving me things to... No, stop it. Right now. No. Yes. So, tell me why. Right, hold on. So, Daily, Daily, Daily goes. I think I'll disagree to the poll. I think she resigned with the sign of the company. He go, then goes. Flyers are playing good hockey. One seven out of eight shows how much I know. They're nine points out of a playoff spot. Okay, so they're apparently doing really well. <laughs> Fuck me. I was trying to play up the fact that you guys do a great show. It's awesome, but fuck me, right? God damn it, Bailey. Fuck. You just came up to you and went, Stone Cold says hi. Yeah, right? (laughs) (laughs) Shit. All right. Where where the fuck are we? All right, so so tell me, explain to me as we watch this video package from The Rock and... Mm -hmm. Uh, Chris Jericho from 2002. Correct. Why the 2002 Royal Rumble? So I had about three Rumbles come through my mind. Okay, which ones were they? Number one. The first Rumble. Oh, the first Rumble. I was like, number one? The very first Rumble, because why not? It's the very first Royal Rumble iconic. You know, thinking, and this is our first reaction to old pay-per-view shows, so I'm thinking, maybe Royal Rumble number one. Okay. Royal Rumble 2004. We led up to the big, you know, WrestleMania 20, one of the big pay-per-views, one of the big pay-per-views of all time. Yeah. But, you know, there could have been some things in the group chat that really would have sat well with people because of, you know, the winner and whatnot. Oh, yeah. That would have been a mess. Exactly. So I was like, mm, not 04, as great as it, you know, could be. And then finally I settled on this one. 2002, the return of Triple H. And and I'm really glad that you did in, in hindsight. Um, I didn't put two and two together until... I don't know what I was watching on here. because we, we played it for a little bit off the air. So we had the sound on, whatever have you. And somebody mentioned... Oh, no, I looked at the run sheet to figure out where we wanted to start. And I realized this was the one that Triple H won. Mm-hmm. And I went... I'm pretty sure this is the year he came back. Yes. That, and that, that was one of the factors. It was right after the invasion and everything like that happened. Mm-hmm. That's why we got the McMahon Flair Street fight, mm-hmm. uh, which would eventually lead, I believe, actually, this is the year where Undertaker fights Ric Flair at WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Which I think this is what, WrestleMania 18? Yes, this is 18. Which I think was a good one, too. This, a good one? It's one of the best ones because at the next pay-per-view, we get the return of the NWO. And that's when we get Rock and Hogan at 18 in Toronto. 
So this is 17 that's coming up. Yeah, so 2002 is 17. No. 2002 is... Stop. Stop for a second. So WrestleMania 2000 is 16. Mm-hmm. 17 was 01. Mm-hmm. 18 is 2002. Correct. I'm, yeah, Are you I'm, with me? Yes. Okay. Because for some reason, you I thought you said 19 when you said NWO. What's it say? Damien says, I'm sorry, but is it me or does Butters look like a real-life version of Peter Griffin? Try to say I'm fat, Damien. I don't know if that's what he's saying. But that throws everybody off when I say that, though, too. No, no, it doesn't throw anybody off. It just tells me that, like... I'm not offended by any means. If I got offended for somebody calling me fat, then, well, uh, I need to do something about it. Oh, God. So, earlier today, I'm not going to give a lot of info on this, but I'm at work. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking to one of the other salespersons. Really? You're at work on Yeah, Saturday? I had to. Fucking believe it or not. I, I'm talking to one of the other salespeople, and he goes... Um, how did he word this? Something to the effect of, and I wish I wrote it down because it was great, but something to the effect of temperature just shy of an IQ. Or IQ just shy of the temperature or whatever. However he worded it. I need, oh man. I wanted to use it on the show tonight, but so much has happened getting this ready, talking to you, getting into the conversation, I forgot about it because it's right up the alley of some dumb shit you would say. I could use it against you. It'd be great. Fuck! Alright, we've got the boss chiming in. Tom Arnone, my guys, let's talk about it. So, Rock and Jericho are in the ring here, and Jericho would ultimately go on to win this match. Spoiler alert. So you pick 2002 because it's the return of Triple H and it's a great Royal Rumble in the grand scheme of it all. I don't know if it's the, I don't know if it's in the top ten, but it's it's definitely a really really good one um, because of so many iconic things that happen through here. As we see Rock and Jericho get underway, do you miss this era of professional wrestling? And what I mean by that is... The 2 to 4 era? Yes, but what I... Let me go one step further. Is it better than what we have now? I'd say in a way, yeah. I mean... <clears throat> we had better, a little bit better storytelling here. We had... I don't know. I just... I don't think across the board we did. I, just, I think this era just seemed a whole lot better. Like you said, it was... And this this era right here, this is just kicking off that ruthless aggression phase. It, Not it, even ruthless aggression, I don't think, yet. No, this, this, We're was, just, this, this was the... This was the, the... I guess you would call the purgatory between attitude and ruthless aggression because ruthless aggression didn't start till, till what? Later that... So after the NWO was done, so really interesting. WWE, I don't remember what they call this era. 
eras of WWE. Let's see. Golden era. Fuck off. Get out of the way. So the Attitude Era. This could have been the end of the quote Attitude un, era. No, well, quote unquote, and it depends on who you read, would end on April 1st, 2001. Ruthless okay. Aggression began April 2nd, 2002. So it would be the night after WrestleMania that year. It would that would run until what was that Vince's speech though? Because I thought his speech talking about ruthless aggression was here. Here's an, here's another. All right, so here we go. Let me see. This is actually Wikipedia. Now I found that article. I don't know why I didn't find that in the beginning. All right, the invasion and the NWO would be two thousand and one <clears throat> to two thousand and two. April 1st, 2002. So April 2nd, 2002 would be the start of Ruthless Aggression because it, because, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> where's the start of the sentence? You had the brand extension mm-hmm. and it became effective on April 1st, 2002 on Raw. Okay. Um, it was the draft lottery. See, I've always figured it started with Vince's speech about ruthless aggression, the NWO is dead, all that, you know. I figured, no. I figured this would be This more. was the prelude to it all. This was the okay. the the first draft was April was March 5th, 2002 at State College, Pennsylvania. So, we are So basically, this is the year that started off. You had the invasion. We're we're we're, we're, we're coming off the invasion. We're coming at the end of the invasion era. Very small, yes. And then as soon as WrestleMania is done, now we're in the ruthless aggression. Yeah, because Vince wouldn't start cutting these the Poison promos. So I think the Monday, I actually think right after this event, mm-hmm. Vince starts doing those vignettes in the back, talking about great killing, vignettes. great stuff, talking about killing the WW, the WWF, and which effectively he does in these promos because it does become the WWE. Right after WrestleMania. It, it, when you look at the long-term storytelling, we always give people, WWE a hard time about long-term storytelling. They took the real-life event of the fact that the World Wildlife Federation did not want the WWF to be the WWF anymore. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. knew a transition was coming. You, brought, it, you had something like the NWO. You were able to position them as the true bad guys that they weren't positioned in WCW as. I mean, you could almost take those promos and push them through a day. Yeah, you What's could. What's going on now? You could. <laughs> you really think about it without saying, oh, I'm bringing back the NWO. You, Vince could go back over those promos and say, effectively say, I'm killing it, I'm selling it, I'm done. You absolutely could. Um, and Jericho's at his peak here. Actually, no, I lied. Where would you can let's talk about Chris Jericho for a little bit? Still active to this day. This is twenty one years, twenty one years ago, almost to the day. I would say his peak might have been Jericho and Michaels. I don't remember which mania. That was nineteen. Nineteen. I'd say It'd be the following year. I'd say that was around his peak. I mean, that that's just me. See, I go, 
when he wins the big gold belt mm-hmm. and he comes out in the suit. That era of SmackDown, Jericho, all that, where we kind of saw the more serious so you're Chris talking, Jericho. You're talking about when he came back. Yes. WWE. What was that? Oh, oh six, oh seven, oh eight, oh nine, oh ten, somewhere, somewhere, somewhere in the later part of that. That was what the same as Y2J, the the cryptic bits, the. No, 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 no. Not same as Y2J, but the uh, the cryptic Y2J. No, I don't think that has anything to do with it. When he came back and hold on, hold on. Feud with Orton. I don't know if it was his feud with Orton necessarily. I'm just trying to think of which area you're you're talking about. I'll tell you. I'll tell you right now. Where's his professional wrestling career? So Jericho. But I know about which area you're talking about. It was between. It had to have been oh six between oh six and oh eight. So he, he he after he loses the title and everything like that um, at WrestleMania, mm-hmm. he kind of goes through a little bit of a lull. And then he, after his first feud with Cena, he starts feuding and teaming with Christian mm-hmm. in 2002. Um, this would be like 2002, 2004, which would see him fight Jer- uh, Shawn Michaels, and he'd do okay, some right? stint, he'd do some stints with the um, with the Intercontinental Title, World Championship pursuits and departure 2004, 2005. So that's what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. He would come back. So it would be a two-year hiatus. WWE promoted Jericho's return starting on the September 24th, 2007 episode of Raw with a viral marketing campaign using a series of 15-second cryptic binary that's codes. <clears throat> this would lead to um, his return to television as a face on 07 when he interrupted Randy Orton's orchestrated passion of the torch ceremony. Yep. Um, when would he turn heel, though? Do, do, do. I think it was right after his feud with Shawn Michaels, after, because that's when they stopped doing blood, was after their series of matches, because they end up getting real bloody and out of control. Uh, calling Shawn to attack him. Da, 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 da. They had a good series of matches with those. That's the yeah, it would be the June 9th. Episode of Raw where he has the highlight reel with Michaels and he throws Michaels into the Jeratron 6000. Mm-hmm. That era, so that's June 9, 2008. So the 08 era is where you think he peaked? He started from 08 to probably 10 is his peak and then he goes away. Now, he has subsequently in his time with AEW, peaked again. The stuff he's been doing with AEW, the Jericho Appreciation Society, the Inner Circle, the AEW World Title, everything he's done. This is like the resurgency of Chris Jericho. He's kept him... I'll give him a lot of credit, too. He may not have been at his peak for a while, but he was never irrelevant. This is also an era... When the refs would fucking fight back and stuff and not be such pussies. Well, language cap. Um, but you see that a little bit with Aubrey Edwards, mm-hmm. more so than anybody else. As The Rock goes to throw 
Jericho in the sharpshooter here. The overly dramatic sharpshooter. Yeah, because he's like, fuck him. And then wraps him up in the sharpshooter. Language camp. Look, there's a certain decorum. There are certain words I will allow on this program. And there are certain words that I will not. I don't know how I feel about the word that you use, sir. So bite me, bitch. Suck it, dick. Ah, Christian. That Get creepy ready. little bastard. You know, speaking of Christian, I actually watched a clip on YouTube the other day of him getting utterly speared out of his his soul, utterly speared out of his body by Goldberg. It's my favorite spear. I don't think I've ever seen a, remember a spear like that ever. Oh, here's Nick Patrick to get rid of Lance Storm and Christian. The Un-Americans. It's important to note, though, about Nick Patrick here. Nick Patrick, they portrayed him as a major heel rep in opposition to Earl Hebner, especially following the invasion angle. Damien says, funny how Vince said he wants to kill WWE in that promo, and 20 years later, he's accomplishing his goal to literally kill the WWE. My point, Damien. Thank you, sir. You guys are on the same team now. How does that make you feel, Damien? <laughs> Welcome to Hashtag Team Butters, Damien. Uh, every little bit helps. Stupid bastard. <laughs> You're dumb. You're fucking dumb. But were you all right? So walk me through your professional wrestling fandom in 2002. You're watching, yes? Because if I remember correctly, there you said there was a point where you got away from it for a little bit. I think I started getting full blown back into everything in 04. Okay, so you're really not paying a lot of attention here. Correct. You've seen this Royal Rumble before, yes? I think so. My memory for some of that stuff is a little... Okay. Okay. Because I I remember this night. I remember the night Triple H came back. It's still one of my favorite clips to watch. Mm. Because it's in Madison Square Garden. He has that jean jacket on. Mm. And he's he's amped from the start. Of that, and you feel you feel for him. Anytime he tore his quad and came back, you felt for him, right? Because yeah, he was a dick. Yeah, he's a prick. But like knowing what that does, especially as we've gotten older and we, we we learned a lot more about the human anatomy, that tear is crazy. Yeah, he tore one quad, and then years later tore the other quad, and then you got Vince who's torn both at once. That's stupid bastard. I thought that's what the one you were gonna make me watch too. No, that one didn't even cross my mind because that was the that was the Cena Batista double count out, not double count, double uh, double elimination, double elimination. Son of a bitch! What the Jags have brought this all the way up to twenty eight thirty with three seconds left. Do they have the ball? Yeah, they have the ball on the eighteen yard line on the Chargers eighteen yard line. This game on. Um, where was I going? I don't know. Where were you going? Where was I at? Do you remember? I've, I've forgotten things to the, the jack shit. Son of a bitch. Triple H coming back. 
I'm blanking. Where'd it go? I know, right? You're great. You sidetracked me with the fucking Jags. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. I'm being told the Jags won. They holy shit. Show this again. Dougie P is going to the next round. Show that kick. He barely makes the field goal. This long-haired bastard. Better sign him to a fucking badass contract next year, boys. I don't know if they're going to show it, so we may have to. But, all right, so the Jags advance. The Jags advance. The Niners advance. Very interesting stuff. Either way. Let's go somewhere with what I was saying. Get Triple H returns, Dean Jacket and all. Apparently, Paul Heyman did a thing for uh, Brock Purdy. Yes. It was actually pretty funny. Was it? I haven't watched it yet. I didn't even know he did he didn't it. Want the full that would explain why people said, did you watch, the, like at work? They're like, did you watch the opening of the Niner thing? No. Oh, okay. I, I looked up and seen Paul Hanman, and then I seen him say Brock, and then I seen the party, and I'm like, wait a minute, what did I just fucking miss? Yeah. All right. But 04 is about when I really got back into it and fully stayed into it, fully got immersed into it. Okay. okay. You know, before then it was off and on as a kid, you know. Oh, here, here it is, here it is, here it is. See if they show the replay. Bunch of weirdos just running around the field. Show the damn replay. Well, they're not. But if, if you if I if I find the replay, it just barely makes it up there. Um. So interesting to note. SmackDown. Uh, so on Raw, we got new number one contenders to the Raw tag team titles. Judgment Day. Yes, Adam Pierce said the Raw tag team titles. Interesting. And then on SmackDown. Oh, Friday you said night, number one contenders. I was like, I didn't hear a title change hands. Hold sorry, the fuck sorry, up. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, no, no. Here comes Nick Patrick, by the way. Earl Hebner's down. Nick Patrick comes in to count the three and only gets a two count. But continue. Um, he said the Raw tag team titles. And then on Friday night. He announced a tournament for the SmackDown tag team titles. Interesting. Because one of the first rounds is going to be the Banger Bros versus the Viking Raiders. Because they wanted revenge on the Viking Raiders. Okay. What Seamus, Seamus wanted, I think it was Seamus wanted the rematch and Drew wanted the revenge or vice versa. One on one, one on one, the other. And Pierce said, I'll do you one better. Your first round is going to be against the Viking Raiders, and it's a tournament for the SmackDown Tag Team titles. 
So it looks like we may be separating the tag titles once more. Which, the tag titles being separated doesn't bother me. Ooh, wait. That's right. I forgot here. Nick doesn't count the three. So Nick eats a rock bottom for his troubles. And overzealously selling the rock bottom. Because uh, it's Nick Patrick. But yeah, an interesting fact to note for this week that, you know, looks like we'll be splitting up the tag titles. And supposedly if the Rock doesn't show up for WrestleMania this year, they may do separate world titles. I alright, so I'm 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 in a weird spot with that. Alright, so still referee down, by the way, if you're watching along at home. Uh Rocky, that's what you get, bro. Earl could sell a bean down, but he would sell it for too long. Like, get up, man. You just got bumped. You're not, like, dead. Right. And you get shot out of a cannon. So one thing I didn't like about this era. Well, that was a hell of a leg lift. Yeah. One thing I didn't really like about the, this part of the era is it just, I didn't like any of, of the Andrew, ref How stuff. are you not seeing this shit, brah? I, I, the ref stuff just didn't work for me. That was blatantly like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ted goes, who's the kid on the right? What happened to Butters? It was worse last week. I killed him and shaved. It was worse last week. Yes, because it's starting to grow back. I grew a wild hair and decided I wanted to shave. Duh. I felt lazy and didn't want to trim it up, so I shaved it all off because I know it'll just grow right back. It's understandable. Can't be mad at you about that. And I do it every once in a blue moon anyway, so it is about time. Very true. Very true. First, I thought just going, shaving off the sides and just going with a goatee thing. <laughs> then I thought doing the doing just the mustache. Yeah, that didn't go well the last time I tried doing the mustache. <laughs> People said things that uh, weren't nice. <laughs> I might have been one of them. Oh, no, no, no. This was before me and you ever met. Okay. I wouldn't have put it past me, though. Oh, no. Good sentence. Yeah. Way yeah. to go. Good I was something about a van and candy and, you know. Yeah, exactly. That's genius. And so I instantly shaved off that mustache. Mustache, a mustache, you a question? Yep. All right, so we're going to get ready to for, fast forward to the Royal Rumble portion. Um, the Bumble! I swear to God, WWE, if you announce every motherfucker entering in the Royal Rumble before the Royal Rumble, I'm going to scream. Because you're already announcing people entered in the Royal Rumble. I want to make sure I don't miss anything. And apparently, I'm guessing after Friday night, apparently Lynn Morgan wants to be number one. Good. Let her run the distance. What she wants to do. Remember WWF New York? Mm -hmm. I wanted to go so badly. <laughs> the one time we were in New York, it wasn't open. Really? Yeah. Jesus, look at Sean. How deep. How young he looks. And did he borrow that from Garth Brooks? You gotta realize he is from San Antonio. I don't care. I, I know. My dad shoulder checked him in the San Antonio airport on Super Bowl week Sunday, like on 15 purpose? years. No. Never told you this story? No. 
So it's Super Bowl Sunday. Dad is traveling. This is my parents are still together. So this is pre 04. My parents divorced in 04. Mm-hmm. Roughly. And everybody's at my parents' house for the Super Bowl. Dad's not home. And I don't think Dad was supposed to come home like the next day or whatever. Because I remember being surprised that my dad was home. Dad walks in like 20 minutes into the Super Bowl. And, you know, super excited to see him, this, that, and the other thing. And my dad goes, I got something for you. Okay, well, my dad has never, at that point, on any trip he'd gone on, really ever gotten us anything. It was That was silly, right? Because mm-hmm. we were traveling a bunch, not going to lie. And he pulls out this piece of paper. And he just hands me the piece of paper. And as a kid, now mind you, I'm 13, 14 at the time. Mm-hmm. Oh. He got me a piece of paper. Read it, jackass. Okay. Yeah, that's smart. Open it up, and it's an autograph of from Shawn Michaels. This says HBK. How? Because this is back where, like, we were on the wrestling sites every day, reading all the news, this, that, and the other thing. So I know nothing's going on in San Antonio. Yeah. Now, we still live in Philly, by the way. Still live in Philly. Mm -hmm. My dad goes, well, I was in San Antonio. And I shoulder-checked this guy. You know, there just wasn't a bunch of room, and we end up bumping into each other. He was going one way, I was going the other way. Mm-hmm. And I go to apologize for running into him, and I realize it's Shawn Michaels. And I didn't know what else to really do, and I just asked him for an autograph for you instead of apologizing. You mean to tell me you throw your shoulder into this man, and you don't say I'm sorry? Instead, you say, can I have an autograph? I don't know if I'm supposed to be embarrassed or proud. <laughs> but yeah, so he had uh, he had that. You got to meet him one day and ask him if he remembers. <laughs> Brian goes, the Chargers. <laughs> oh, that's funny. How do you lose that game? Yeah, I don't know. Like I swear to God, Tony Tony is probably just laughing his ass off at this point. I know his dad's happy because he owns the fucking team. But well, did you see they gave him a game ball last week? Gave who? Tony. Oh Lord, give Daddy the game ball. Don't give Tony the game ball. They gave him both the game ball. Oh. Things in this world I don't make up. That is one of them. I wish I, I wish I could. I, 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 you know what? Stop, stop. Stop. Scrooge it. All right, so the Royal Rumble is about to kick off here. Get my iPad out. The pad day eye. Which, speaking of, 
in two weeks' time is the 2023 Royal Rumble. Woohoo! We're going to be doing our live reaction show for it. Yahoo! Um, I'm going to play around with putting the graphic up, putting a, not a graphic, but a board up back here potentially with the list of entrants for the Rumbles. Or we're going to put something up on the screen where we can track the list of entrances um, for the Rumble surprises and all that. We have not decided if we're going to do a Royal Rumble pool. Holy shit, it's Teddy Long. Yeah, as a referee. Uh, we've not decided we're going to do a Royal Rumble pool this year or not. Just because I don't know if I want to facilitate all that. was a pain in the ass last year or two years ago when we did it. Mm-hmm. I am trying to get some people to come on the show for that night. Some people here to be in the in the room with us while we watch it. Um, it's important to note here as Rikishi makes his way as number one. Uh, Gold Dust is number two. One, we send our thoughts, our love, and our prayers to mm-hmm. Dustin and uh, his family. Dustin lost his mom earlier this week. Um, so our thoughts and prayers are with her and well with him and his family at this time. But I think this was his return in 2002. Really? He was gone. He was gone for a little bit. Nothing major, nothing crazy, but this was his first night back. I think if I have my timeline correct. Let me check. Yeah, you do that. I will. Um, we're gonna get the the run sheet for the for the rumble pulled up here, but we're gonna we're gonna track the Royal Rumble in two weeks' time. We're, we're gonna have some fun things lined out. It's not a year you're gonna want to miss, especially with having the two Royal Rumbles. Um, we're gonna get some people on and talk about. Yes, a this was his things. return. To the WWE. Okay, to the WWE as a whole? Yes, because, let's see. Various gimmicks, 97 through 99. He returned to WCW 99 to 01. Was in Turnbuckle Championship Wrestling 01 to 02. Accepted a buyout from his Time Warner contract. Resigned with WWE. On January, they immediately aired promos and vignettes. And on 2002 Royal Rumble took part. This was his return. Okay. So these two, and again, just to note, right, this is obviously something that we've seen before. You Have you seen this yet? What's that? This this rumble. Seeing Rikishi and Goldust start things off. This is the rumble where Maven eliminates The Undertaker. Oh, yes. You've seen this? No, I think I've just seen the clips. Okay. So I'm not going to give you any stats or anything like this. Um, You can give me stats all you want. Fuck it. Rikishi would last in this match for 13 minutes and 39 seconds. You know who the winner is? Yeah. (laughs) Goldust would last in this match for 12 minutes and 52 seconds. This is what, Madison Square Garden, right? Uh, no. 
Madison Square Garden would be the next the previous year, I believe. This okay. is in the this is in the Phillips Arena in Atlanta, Georgia. So this isn't gonna be the too cool moment. No. When the hell maybe you're thinking of the two thousand? It's possible. Yeah, two thousand was Madison Square Garden. Oh one was uh New Orleans Arena, which I believe is now the Smoothie King Center. <laughs> Atlanta, Georgia, and the Phillips Arena, which is now the State Farm Arena. State Farm. 2003 would be at the Fleet Center, which is now TD Garden. The Garden. 2004 would be in Philadelphia's own Wachovia Center, which is now the Wells Fargo Center. Yeah. Are any of these still called what they're called? <laughs> 2005 would be the Save Mart Center at Fresno State, which is still oddly enough the Save Mart Center. Hey! Everybody gets one. <laughs> Wait, is it still open? Oh, shit. It's still open. It's the boss man. Yeah, it looks like it's still open. Okay. <laughs> it that would have been fucking amazing. It's just not open anymore. <laughs> That's crazy to think about it. What's that? From 2000 to 2005, none of those arenas are the same name anymore. Well, hell, even in 99, Arrowhead, Arrowhead Pond is now the Honda Center. San Jose Arena is now the SAP Center. That was in 98. Alamo Dome still exists. Okay, so 98, 99, 2000, 2001, 2002, 2003, 2004. All God. in same building, just name something bloody different. So six year difference. As big boss man's working on Rikishi here in the corner. Yeah, he come out looking a little rough over. Boss man wouldn't last very long though. He would only be in this match for three minutes and five seconds. Ah. Yeah, no. He... Long, long before next person came out. They're trying to get the big man out here. Obviously, it, it would this not happen what, right now. This is what same year he passed, or was it? Bossman would pass away in two thousand and four. Oh, we okay. still had two years before he would pass away. I'm not saying, he he would cool. leave the WWE in 03, though. Okay. <clears throat> this was kind of on the Bossman's downward slope of just I won't say being irrelevant, but. All right, next competitor is coming out, and it is a member of the APA. It is my good buddy, John Bradshaw Layfield, who still has me blocked on Twitter. He's trying to damn us to get Baron Corbin over again. Poor bastard. He's trying. I will give him 100% credit. He is trying his damnedest. But when you have somebody dressed the way they dress and act the way they act, it just doesn't work. Nope. As he get as Goldust gets Chalupa there by Bradshaw. Ooh, Chalupa sounds good right about now. You fat bastard! You said it. No, I've been saying that for years. Uh oh. Do you miss Rikishi? Just a wee bit. I liked him so much better when he didn't speak. 
Because as soon as he opened his mouth, the first promo he goes is, I did it for The Rock. I did it for the people. Ah, oh, shut your mouth, you thong-wearing fatty. Name the promo. But I mean, right. a little bit on me to say that I meant Rikishi. Good old stink face every once in a while. And there goes the boss man. I- I'm just surprised they haven't done anything with him coming out with the bloodline. That's, that is a big, I don't know if it's a misstep necessarily. He had a great Samoan drop. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would call that a misstep. I think they're saving it for the right time. Because they had the Wild Samoans already come out and do it. Mm-hmm. Right? Keish has not yet. I think they're going to... I think Keishi does it when they do the feud with The Rock. I mean, having all three of his sons there, I mean, that would be an interesting little... <clears throat> Here comes our next competitor. Three, two, one. Mwah. If I could be serious for a moment, Lance Storm. No. Lance Storm would only be in this match for 4 minutes and 46 seconds, and he would not have an elimination. We. You, you've been to the Royal Rumble, right? No, yeah. not at all. Yes, you have. I forgot. I, 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 <laughs> because you weren't sitting with me <clears throat> that night, I forget that you were there. Somebody had to go and leave us. I'm sorry. I had a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity I was not passing up on. And if I didn't have that once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, guess what, fuck nut? You wouldn't have been at the Royal Rumble. It was a joke, fuck nut. I'm just making a point, dickweed. Let me carry balls, sir. Um, if you are just joining us, we are watching the 2002 Royal Rumble. This is again. This is goes into. We're going to start doing more of these throwback shows, kind of talking about the the sport, the the industry then, what was happening in the WWE then, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. were we watching at that point? Do we remember this? Just, just I'm a big nostalgia fan. I love it. And I love going back and watching some of these old shows. Now, we're not going to watch the full show in its entirety. Like a Royal Rumble, for example. We'll watch maybe the the, the title match and then the Rumble. Like the actual Royal Rumble mm-hmm. match. If we do a, sh- uh, a Royal Rumble where there's two Royal Rumbles, for example, with the men and the women. We'll probably watch both of those. And then... Uh, talk throughout it'll be like a live reaction show just not live reacting just us sitting here watching and talking about it while we talk about things that are going on in the current day as well al snow what does everybody want head what does everybody need head what a goofball what do you think of al snow good wrestling i think you got stuck with a shitty gimmick uh the gimmick worked in ecw jesus christ Great. JBL always had a good lariat. Yeah, that clothesline from hell. But no, I, I just think in WWE he got stuck with that shitty gimmick. He, he just a, he was a good wrestler overall. Like you said, yeah, it worked, but at the same time, it's one of those. He gave everything he had to every story they put him in. Having walking around with head, talking to head, 
the game. He, he put his all into that. Um, and I like that he stayed with the business. I don't know if he's still in Impact, um, but I like that he stayed in the business for a long time. Oh, most definitely. John Don goes, oh, so we're going to go back to when Vince fought Pat McAfee. Probably not because that's last year's WrestleMania. Uh, we're going to try to go a little bit older. Stuff that we weren't ever on the air to talk about. Yeah. Right? So, some stuff we just... Or stuff you and I went on the air to talk about. You know, maybe go back and talk about some of the stuff Jackson and I covered in the past. Next week, we'll be doing a mock Royal Rumble and a Royal Rumble preview show as well. Um, and what we'll be doing, what we'll be doing there is because Butters will be here in the in the studio with me every single week moving forward now. Um, and what we'll do as Billy and Chuck, this is Billy Billy Gunn making his way to the ring right now. I want to. We're going to talk about Billy and the acclaimed in a little bit, um, but. We'll do the mock Royal Rumble and the Royal Rumble preview show. With Butters being here, we get to have a little bit more fun with it. Um, okay, so the next WWE pay-per-view, if you don't count Vengeance Day, NXT Vengeance Day. I don't know. There won't be time in between. But you have the Elimination Chamber. Yeah, so, and we'll, we'll sit down and we'll look at the schedule. And that's the other nice thing. That's why we're doing it this way with the nostalgia stuff and our preview shows. We can kind of plan things out a little bit better and know what we're talking about to a certain extent. And when we do these nostalgia shows, as I'm about to hit Don Don's question right here, um, I haven't fully read it yet, but I think it's right along the same path of what I'm talking about. We can kind of just let the chat ask us, well, who's our favorite this? What's our favorite that? What did you think about so-and-so winning the Rumble back then versus the what you think of it now? You know, we're winning that match back then. So Don Don goes, I'm curious. Who are y'all's personal favorite wrestler? And who's a wrestler that's really underrated? So hold on. I want some more parameters here, Don Don. Of all time or current? Because my all time is different than my current. So while Don Don answers that, which shouldn't be too much longer. So... That's his last week. Sure. Uh oh. Pause for a second. Here comes the dead man, the American badass, the Undertaker. He's just rolling, rolling, rolling. All right. So Don Don said, "Let's do all time." Before we start, Don Don, what do you got? Dusty Rhodes. No, no, no. You were about to ask me a question. Oh, sorry. This dumb <laughs> bastard. <clears throat> so, Money in the Bank was announced in London. In London. Yep. What are your thoughts? Love it. O2 Arena in London. Some people are like, O2 really couldn't have got better. Love it. My only concern mm -hmm. is that it will be a daytime show like uh, Clash of the Castle was. Mm -hmm. 
my only concern. And if that is, be prepared to take the day off. Mm-hmm. When is that? July 1st. Of course uh, it is. Uh-oh. What? Well, why did you say of course it is? Fourth of July weekend. Oh. You know the struggle bus I'm going to be on to get that day off? Welcome to my nightmare. July. Aren't you glad you don't work with Coke anymore? <laughs> uh, See, Al been eliminated. Yes. I mean, I don't know how many more yeses I can say. I don't have any yeah. other languages I can speak. Uh, there goes Rikishi. Big Kish is out. Gold Dust has also been eliminated. And Billy has gone for his troubles. Now, the under. this is interesting to note. Undertaker has the ring to himself. And back then, Undertaker was big on this is his yard. So he cleared his yard. Right? Very, very big there. Um, all right. Let's get to Don Don's question as we wait for the next person to come to the ring in nine seconds. Of all time, who is your favorite? Dusty Rhodes. Why? Not I that I disagree. Just, I think Dusty's a great option. Something resonated with me with Dusty Rhodes, and it's just... Gee, I wonder what resonated with you. <laughs> and it just between his gimmick between see she had the stop it Matt Hardy, nice. it Matt Hardy making his way to the ring she just kept him hidden stop it <laughs> they don't know what we're talking about Leave yes me they do alright so and, and interesting to note this is early in their careers this is also back when Undertaker had no problem choke slamming a woman. Is Undertaker gonna have to choke a bitch? <laughs> he is. I'm sorry, choke slam a bitch. Ding dong. Hello. Alright, so Dusty resonates with you. Okay. Who is underrated? Ooh, underrated. All right, so for me, all time Undertaker. Figured. I, that was hard. Which is crazy because I was never that big into the Undertaker until I got older. Like here, I like the Undertaker. I liked him coming out with the with the motorcycle. I really hated a little bit when they tried to make him a bad guy with, when he was doing this character. Um, I feel like it, it was. Just, I feel like in general, it was always hard to make Undertaker the bad guy. Yeah. He scared the shit out of me when it was Ministry of Darkness, and I was a kid. <laughs> that bastard terrified me. I don't think he terrified me. I think it was just like one of those... Well, I was much younger than you. Yeah, When he was that. doing the Ministry of Darkness stuff. Yeah. And I just started watching wrestling. I, I didn't know a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but to keep yourself relevant and at the top of the industry... For 20 plus years. Without going away though. He never went away. Mm-hmm. Right? He, he, you know, somebody can say, oh, well, for the last few years he only did WrestleMania. Doesn't matter. He's still around. Mm-hmm. Right? He still made the rounds. He still made the appearances occasionally. Right? Like he made it worth being there. As here comes the other Hardy boy, Jeff. <clears throat> this is all before all the drugs. No oh, shit. You know, you know, I both know he was doing the drugs then. Not as what, bad. I was about to say, it wasn't as bad. That's why I'll say before all the drugs. 
Um, Went out with a mouthful of water. Hello, Triple H. Yeah, right? Um, oh, and of course, Lita had to come in and get some because, you know, Lita. Um, but so, un- so Undertaker just continuously kept himself relevant, continuously, you know, and like even this right here, transitioning from the dead man to the American badass for about two or three years. It'd be, yeah, it'd be about three years and what was all said and done. Um, it kept him relevant during a time where they weren't really big into the dead man thing. People weren't really wanting to see it. Yep. You know, it didn't fit the storyline they were going. Uh, so Don Don says, as a kid for me, my favorite watching was Jeff Hardy and Rob Van Dam. <sighs> Sorry. Who do you have as your underrated wrestler? Better Mr. Ritz. And Todd says, Philly, Philly Dilly, Philly Dilly, my good man. Um, underrated, so I don't know about all time. Currently underrated, Casey Catanzaro comes to mind. Um, I think to a degree, Darby Allen comes to mind. Shelton Benjamin comes to mind. Shelton Benjamin. Shelton Benjamin might be for my generation be a Big underrated one. Yes. I I feel like him getting lost in the shuffle after his few many feud with Triple H just kinda he did so good. I mean to me, you know, I feel like he could have had a mini world title run or a mini, you know, just uh, some sort of big run with something. Yeah. Because he was doing so good after his draft over to Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. His big matches with Triple H, Shawn Michaels, the big match he had with Shawn Michaels. He proved that he could do it. <clears throat> I think Farouk was seriously underrated. Who? Farouk. Oh, yeah. Um, Speaking of underrated, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think... <laughs> Who else doesn't really get a fair shake? Primetime, I don't think got a fair enough shake. I don't think so either. They they were, I don't, I can't tell if they were ahead or behind the eight ball. Like if they would have been there at a different point in their career, their career. Mm-hmm. Like to me, they did they ever get that tag title run that they deserved? I don't know. I just I don't know, man. They, I felt like they got the wrong end of the stick. Um. Trying to think like older. Go older. Man. See, Piper. Ooh, Jesus, Jeff. Piper was never world champion, but he was underrated. Bundy? Bundy. Oh, yep, there's a kick. There's a soup. There's the drop kick. Maven eliminates the Undertaker. This would start the downfall of Maven. Even though the place goes nuts. Place goes batty for it. They love it. Now here's my thing, though. I get this kind of gets maybe in a little big spot, but with the way you know everything's going, and then for this dude, you you know playing everybody. But do you think that that could have been an accident? No, I actually think Undertaker. I, I have to go back and see if I can find the the clip or the whatever. I think the Undertaker actually said 
<laughs> I told him to kick me out of the ring. <laughs> and he comes back in the ring here, and he just <clears throat> gives it to Maven here. Uh, Damien says the Ascension was very underrated. Mm. Yeah. I don't think they got a fair enough shake. I think they would have done so much better had they stayed in NXT a little bit longer. That whole gimmick with the whole tag team legends bit kind of... It had good... <clears throat> Jesus Christ! What, you forgot about the unprotected headshots before... Uh... I didn't think they were going to show it. I thought they ed- they would have edited it out. That's right, Undertaker was heel here. And maybe never got eliminated here. I think he did. Oh, you know, I think Taker might have brought him back in the ring and then did it. <clears throat> and you know what? I finally, finally remember what I was talking about earlier. Oh, okay. Because we talked about the double elimination from... Um, oh, seven. From, yeah, from CNN. <sighs> this past Tuesday night, NXT, new number one contenders were crowned to the women's championship. Roxanne's uh, title. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. With a double ca- double elimination. On top that of actually seemed a little bit more believable, <clears throat> at least. Scotty Juhati making his way to the ring. Here's somebody who never got a fair fucking shake. But I don't know if he was ever that good. I think a mid-card title run would have been about as far as he could go. Uh, Don Don says, I watch Undertaker sit down with Kevin Hart. Man, he seems like the nicest person in the world. I can attest to that. He was very, very nice. Yeah, he said, sit the fuck down. Um, Undertaker was very nice when I met him. You could tell, I don't think he was super thrilled with how everything was going down, necessarily. Um, Because of just the way they they had it, the line set up, the way things were going. Um, But he was super, super nice. And I think he's still getting used to meeting people as well. Because it was one of his first meet and greets after his retirement and all that that I did last year. So hear me out. Sure. Don't stop me until you've heard the full thing. Oh, this should be good. Which it's this this means it's either long winded or really stupid. Uh, it's my, or both. It's better than my one Royal Rumble ring prediction. Oh fucking Christ! Is this another Rumble prediction? Potentially, yes. Oh shit! Okay. Say they don't get the Rocket WrestleMania, they do want to do the title split. Uh huh. Why not do the last two double count out or double elimination style? One goes for one title, one goes for the other. I mean, you you test. I'm guessing you're really testing the waters with Toxic Attraction here to see if you can pull something like that. Yeah, but it's but hold on, let's back up for a second. The difference here, or there, I should say. Her titles, not two titles. I know one that. title. I know, but it's going to be a triple threat. No, I get that. But they announced that both of them won, so it's just going to be a triple threat. But what I'm getting at is, if you do want to split the titles up, you can't get the Rock. Why not do a double count, a double elimination, double winner, and say you can go for the Raw title, you can go for the SmackDown title. We'll split them up. What are your thoughts? <clears throat> if maybe gets to eat some popcorn. 
Um, I don't know necessarily if I like that idea. If I like that, I let me phrase that. Let me back up for a second. I don't know if I like that idea this early. Mm-hmm. I mean, you'd almost have to. You'd almost have to put the Undertaker. Not the Undertaker. Sorry, I'm thinking of this one. We're watching on the screen here. You'd almost have to. Take the two that fall, the double elimination, put them in some kind of best of five, best of seven Mm -hmm. series, let there not come to a winner, and then like three or four weeks before WrestleMania, just say, fuck it, we're going to do, you're from SmackDown, you're from Raw, fine. You're going to fight for that title, you're going to fight for that title. Mm -hmm. Roman, you've got to pull double duty. Because it could be Roman's fault that it doesn't come to a winner. Yeah. But that, in my opinion, that only works in, a, in doing some kind of best of seven series. But I mean, it'd be a first for a Royal Rumble. You it get, would be. You get two winners at once. <clears throat> but then you know, hey, this, this sets up for the title split. This sets up for, like you said, Roman pulls double duty on the, both days. He'll be pissed off about it, but get the fuck over it, Roman. <clears throat> Pretty much. You know, Raw needs a prominent title. Holy shit. You forgot he was in this, didn't you? Yes. Love DDP. Well, yeah, this was a year after he did the whole stalker thing. I think he had an underrated run in WWE. I think he was just... I think he was just screwed from the stalker. He he did not get to do what he... They they brought him in to try to be an uh, an overzealous bad guy, and that's not what he was. He was... He was like the everyman's man. In WCW, he was the cool guy. Everybody wanted to be the cool guy. DDP was one of my favorites watching WCW. Mm-hmm. Same. DDP, I felt like if he got that good face run, if he didn't, you know, if they didn't give him a better gimmick than that stalker gimmick. The stalker thing killed him before he even got <clears throat> started. Yeah. I honestly think DDP. Wouldn't it, left as soon as he did. They brought him in. There's a diamond cutter. Ah, I love the diamond cutter. They brought him in. Gave him this stalker gimmick. And mind you, they took a world champion and gave him this shitty stalker gimmick. It just didn't work. He was not eliminated there. He went through the middle rope. Go get the worm! This is a dumbass move. Yeah, but seeing Otis do it makes it hilarious. Well, yeah, but it's it's still one of those moves where I was like, all right, looking back on this 20 years later, how did this happen? <laughs> I'm with that guy. <laughs> He's giving the double word the double bird to eat the worm. <laughs> DDP tossing out Scotty too hotty. Seven seconds left till the next competitor shows up. But I also think Vince screwed all those former WCW talents because they were competition. No, I don't think that's necessarily why. Here comes Chuck. Chuck Palumbo. 
What a waste. Um, or the, just the fact that they were just WCW guys and he just didn't care. He did. I don't think it's not even that. I, 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 <clears throat> I don't think he was familiar mm-hmm. with who they were. How do you buy a company? Not just... you buy your competition. Who the fuck cares what they've got? You just don't want them to be your competition anymore. Yeah, but, but then you then you had a, a an influx of talent, and you probably at that point probably didn't have access to watch it. Should have at least had some sort of cheat sheet to say, "Hey, these are the guys you want to keep. These are the guys you want to throw." All right. So Damien's got. Damien says, "Question: If WWE was sold to Saudi, do y'all think WWE would still have Money in the Bank pay per view in UK, or that be dead?" Ooh. That that is not the first time that question has been brought up. That Somebody is, else has brought that question up to me, and I didn't have an answer for them then. That is a big one because I think I think there's issues going on between those two. Right and now. I still don't have an answer for you now. I know, Damien, that's not what you want to hear. Um, Honestly, in my opinion, really and truly, I don't think it would happen in the UK anymore. Yeah, I, uh, only because no, I'm not saying like I'm just saying from my perspective. From what I'm understanding going on, I don't think UK would let it happen. They would want it, but I don't know if they would let it happen because it's a... It's I don't think they'd have a choice. Contractually, they, I don't think they would have a choice. But do they sign a contract, though? Yes, you have to sign a contract to use the building. Yeah, but... There, there, there's yeah, a, the UK can say. Oh, this was so WWE. Godfather. Hold on, stop, stop, shut your mouth. Godfather <clears throat> has returned <throat> at this Royal Rumble. He's back. It's so funny to think that here's a man who, for five or six years, talked about the hoe train mm-hmm. and brought all these women to the ring with him. And then turns around and goes and opens a strip club in Vegas. You know what? And I guarantee you, I have to go back and look to see what year he opened it. I think these are workers. I'm doing it. I'm trying to see, because you know that like sometimes there were... Local talent in there. Like, we've seen some people be Godfather's hoes. Like, Lena was at one point. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't see anybody I recognize here. Let's see. So. DDP just got eliminated. Club was founded in 91 by some random name. Was about 150 dancers. Get to the part where he buys it. So I'm trying to figure Give Club me was this. Made by Charles Wright, a retired professional wrestler, best known for stints in his Papa Shango and Godfather. Right. Um, doesn't say when he bought it. Though. Let me see this. Give me this. I'm trying to get articles. Shut up. I was on the wiki page, but it didn't really say it. Shut up. You shut up. 
shit bag. Cheetahs is the name of the club. Keep talking. I mean, it is a prominent. You look on there, you know, it was featured in a, a movie. <clears throat> I guess the original owner had some uh, run ins with the law for bribery. <laughs> Let's see. Here. Oh, shit, it's Albert. Long before the Lord Tensai era. So, after leaving professional wrestling, Wright moved to Vegas where he managed the Cheetah Strip Club. So when did he leave wrestling? I think it was after this, long after this. I could be wrong, but all aboard the whole train. Let's see. I think I think doesn't have a way to click his name. I'm I'm reading. I'm reading it. Shut up. After his retirement, Chuck eliminating Albert. So he would do. He was released in 2002, and that is where he would retire. Okay. So, yeah, shortly after this, he ends up managing. So, those are just some hoes from New York. Atlanta. Or Atlanta, wherever they're at. I went to the local strip club. Hey, you want to make a quick buck? <laughs> yeah. He had a great run. In the late '90s, early 2000s, he just never got to that that superstar status, right? Yeah. That world that world title status. You know what I mean? I think I don't know that he would have gotten it as a Godfather. I think he'd probably more gotten it closer as Papa Shango. I liked him better when he was with the Nation. Yeah, I mean, he did he did good with the Nation. Harry Saturn. Saturn. What a whack job. <clears throat> well, he whacked that out of his mind. Still, to this day, I love it when The Rock says he'll slap his crooked, crooked eye straight. <laughs> Here's somebody where WWE did not know what they were going to do with him. No? Not right. a clue. He was great in WCW, I mean, in ECW, decent in WCW, got to WWE, had some great matches early on with the Radicals. Mm-hmm. His singles career bombed. I was not a fan. But, I mean, <clears throat> I mean that's just WWE in general. There's just, certain, there's just so much talent that they just don't know what to do with a lot Especially of back then. They didn't, <clears throat> they didn't know what they were going to do. I think this was before they finally got a hold of, you know. Godfather you know. was seven, was 16. Was Albert out yet? Yes, he, and he was uh, eliminated by Chuck, I do believe. Okay, so we're, eight, we're at 18 with Perry Saturn. Perry, as I was say, Perry Saturn just came out in his uh, Moo Moo Trunks. The place is about to explode at number 19. The walk for Stone Cold. Stone Cold. God, those Stone Cold Pops from back in the day. Holy oh crap. God. So you and I both agree. <laughs> They're my favorite. Like, that, that's how I get goosebumps when I watch wrestling. Well, even this day, he still gets those Pops. They're, but there's still nothing like they were back mm-hmm. then. Nothing. Uh, you want to talk about Sad Face this week? Huh. Lots of AEW fans were sad this week. Why? Because they got hosed. Everybody and their mother thought Monet was coming out. 
I didn't. I didn't either. <clears throat> and I laughed when it didn't happen. There was no way they were going to. Here but, comes a Texas but, rattlesnake. But they dropped the boss line, but they teased her having extra tickets. They, 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 yeah, they did it because you people were suckers. <clears throat> they decided to play off the rumors and have people watch the fucking show. How many of you motherfuckers tuned in just to watch to see if she would come on the show? A lot of them. Which is silly to me. What does that do? What does rumors fuel? Views. <clears throat> God, she looked horrendous. In her New Japan debut? Yeah, and, and, and I know we shit on it last week, but I don't look watching it more and more. The more I've watched it, that spot where she messes up the new move, mm-hmm. not a hundred percent her fault. Austin just said "fuck you" to all three of them: Christian, Chucky, and Perry. Bye bye. I don't think this is the year. No, because the next year will come out. This is the year he does multiple injuries into the rumble. No, this isn't the year where he has that look where it's the. I think it's the '99 rumble or the '98 rumble where somebody's music hits and he does the whole turn and really shocked look. I think it was Owen's music, wasn't it? No, I think it was Brett's music. <clears throat> no, you're right. I think you're right. I think and he's like, all right, I still got time. I'm going to beat the piss out of all of you. And eliminate all of you again. Yeah. Here's another stunner for your troubles. Chuck looking like old boy off of... Uh... Chuck out here looking like Hulk Hogan in red tights. No, he looking like old boy from Suicide Squad. The second movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Chuck did not look good in blonde hair. I'm sorry. Like I said, he looked like Hogan. <laughs> uh, watching the invisible clock. <clears throat> yeah, because up next would not be anything to write home for. <clears throat> <laughs> As Val Venus makes his way to the ring. I don't know about you. Val Venus. I'm Val. I'm staying the fuck back there. Nope. Did they still have the timer limit on getting to the ring in this? I don't know. Here's another man who took... Every stupid thing they threw at him and made it gold. Great physique, great talent in the ring. What a fucking weird-ass gimmick in the sense of the retired porn star, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Mm Mm-hmm. By the way, it took me 15 years to understand the name of his finishing move. Well, then I finish you again. Money shot. <laughs> that was funny when I figured that out. Uh, that was on accident. I bet. I think I was I was on Urban Dictionary or something like that. And yeah, remember, remember back when everybody got on Urban Dictionary all the time? Yes. And I think it was like the word of the day or something like that. And I was like, the fuck? I remember that as Val Venus's move. 
What are you telling me that means now? And I died. I lost it. I had to call a buddy of mine, my buddy of my parents, and ask him, I was like, hey, is this what that meant? I was like, yeah, we just could never tell you. Your mom said she'd kill us. Got it. <laughs> and then I had the very quiet internal thought of, why did my mom know what that meant? <laughs> Here's another guy. Gone too soon. Test. Yes. He had a great run. That with... looks like a little like, big cast right there. Yeah, he had a great run when they were doing the Stephanie Triple H stuff. He had a great. He had, he, he was starting a good run in ECW. Yeah. In the WWE CW era. I remember the first. Don Don wants to know: Are we still on board with Disney buying WWE? Yes. Kiss the mic a little harder. Don't think they heard you. <clears throat> well, he didn't yell in the mic, at least. Right. How about doing that? I forgot again what I was talking about. You're really bad at that. Yes. Like, really bad at that. Yes. Oh, man. But no, Val, Val's another person. I did like when they made him Bischoff's bitch, though. That I thought that was oh. that was allowing him to showcase another side of him. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I was talking about now. Tamia goes, "Well, I see Ritz doesn't need the bird and the beast off." No, no, no. And even if I did, I'm not getting it from anybody on this platform. The man probably wore out his computer figuring that one out. No, 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 not necessarily. Okay, there goes okay, Valvinus. That's the, <laughs> the reason why I buy them every four months. <sighs> I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm kidding. Boy, he's got like a big, he's got the big Costco pack hiding just one a day. Maybe more depending on how he feels. No, stop it. <laughs> All right, so... You started it. Val and Tess have both been eliminated. Now, it's interesting to note, 22 is Triple H. Stone Cold taking a nap in the middle of the ring. 22 is next. Mm-hmm. Get the wedgie out of my ass real quick for number 22. Two, one. Here comes the game. Which, this would be... Triple H made his return three weeks prior to this. Mm-hmm. This would be his first big time match. I don't even think he wrestles a match once coming <clears> back. <throat> he just gets into the Rumble. Yep. I'm Triple H and I'm back. I am here to spit water. Jamie goes, Rick's getting blue chews. Nope. Blue chews. Do you not know what a blue chew is? Not off the top of my head, no. And I say this politely. Do you watch any or listening to any, any wrestling podcast that Conrad Thompson does? I don't think so. Okay. That one explains why you don't know what a blue chew is. 
two. Um, well, we're not going to beat around the bush on this one. This generation's Viagra. Oh, okay. <clears throat> okay. I can only wait and see what they say about you now. I'm not one of those people that need, need stuff like that. Just what do you I need to know about that? Gross. What do you think about Triple H in this era here? The ultimate bad guy. McMahon Helmsley-ish era? From that, and then missing the... He misses the invasion due to the quad. Mm-hmm. Comes back right as it finishes. Mm-hmm. Is supposed to position himself as a dickhead again. Then all people want to do is cheer for him. I mean, to me, this was a good Triple H right here. This was a good era for Triple H. Then you get into the evolution stage, and it's just like the everything's handed to me stage, and you're like, yeah, fuck you. I think the evolution stage was great. <clears throat> Don't get me wrong, it was a great era for Triple H, but at the same time, it was one of those douchey eras for him. Like, here's great. Then you get the cocky, douchey, I'm getting handed everything era. The kind of Roman Reigns-esque era. I mean, I guess storylines kind of repeat themselves. Yeah. I guess that's what you're getting with the bloodline. You're kind of getting the evolution going. Oh, this is the the year with the great hurricane spot. I actually think it's next. God. Please let it be next. Please let it be next. As they start throwing right hands. Austin and Triple H, center of the ring here. I don't think it's next. I think it was one or two more people in the ring before he comes out. I could be very, very wrong. But I thought there was more people in there. He's next. Okay. Like I said, I could be very wrong. Does not last long. (laughs) Stand back. There's a so the green hur- man coming through. What did you think of the Hurricane Helms Hurricane character? That was great. A superhero gimmick that actually worked. It was funny as shit. Because all I saw it as was a Superman parody uh-huh. that failed. Not failed in the sense of like he was bad, he couldn't wrestle or nothing. Mm-hmm. So I think Shane Helms is a great wrestler. But it was like making fun of Superman that he was a weak and, and all his stuff was like, oh, you just take glasses off and that, you know, that all that. This was great here. He's holding them by the throat. It doesn't work. They say, fuck you. Bye bye. This is what? Free Rosie? Yes. I, I think Rosie's my- still doing three minute warning. This is Mighty Molly. Because I really did like the whole. The superhero in training. <laughs> yes. I like that whole tag. Uh, this is the superhero in training. Oh, so this is the shit. <laughs> you never caught that? You know what? I don't think I did. Go back and because he's not on the show. You gotta go back and you gotta look at the shirt he would wear. It said superhero in training. But the S H I and T were in a different fucking color. Here's arguably 
Nah, no, it's the next one. Never mind. This is why Farouk gets a bad gig. Well, it's right here. Farouk comes in, starts throwing bombs on these two. Austin off the ropes, eats a spine buster, or just a drop, whatever the fuck that was. Farouk goes to throw Austin out of the ring. Austin not having any of it. And it's interesting to note, Triple H and uh, Austin, at the time that Triple H gets hurt, they were tag team champions. The two-man power trip. And by the time Triple H comes back, they are not on the same page anymore. Yes. Farouk gets eliminated there. Kevin Dixon chiming in. Kevin says, what's up, fellas? Long time no see. I'm curious who is Vince going to sell the company to if he sells. We covered that last week. Kevin, you got to go back and watch that. I get on a soapbox about Disney. Um, Damien also says, so what's y'all's thoughts on the Bray Wyatt promo last night, bringing back the rocking chair and sitting? He is Uncle Howdy. Or, and Sting. And Stating, maybe? Maybe Stating he is Uncle Howdy. I haven't watched the promo yet, to be honest with you. Uh, I haven't either. So, can I... How about this? Can I get back to you next week on it? Let's do that. And I will watch it, and I will get back to you next week on uh, my thoughts on that. It is on my list. I have a I have a playlist of clips that I... Especially with how we're going to start doing things here. I made a, went ahead and made a playlist of clips from the week that I want to watch or stuff that we would end up watching on the show here um, and reacting to. So it's just all on my list. I just haven't gotten to it. Mm-hmm. Here is a very, very interesting <clears throat> entrance to this Rumble. Mr. Perfect. Really the only true legend mm-hmm. entrant of the year. Another man gone way too soon. Yep. And I think he debuts. Uh, you can't ignore what he did with WCW and the Horsemen and everything like that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I wonder if he would have debuted in this era if he would have done better. Given that they were ruthless aggression. They were going to this more what do you do in reality mm-hmm. kind of role. I think he would have done better. I think he would have done great. As he takes his sweet ass time getting in the ring, he threw the towel at him. Jesus Christ! He's throwing in the towel. No, no, no. He's just throwing it. <laughs> no, he, he just yeeted it at me. <laughs> but come on, man! He threw it. No, 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 bitch! He threw it. At... <laughs> he just chucked it at him. Stop it! But that's Chuck. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. One side going up on the singlet. Or whatever. Down? No, he brought one up. Oh. One's they, down. They, no, no, they were both down to begin with. Oh, were they both down? I, yeah, didn't, he I didn't catch one, that. He brought one side up. I didn't catch that. My bad. Well, fuck, wouldn't you start with both of them and take one down later? What? I think because eventually he wants to go up. Kind of like powering up his power bar. And then take them both off to do his Stop finishing. it right now. What? He's building up his finishing move. <clears throat> Shove it. Bite me. That's a lot of biting. Ew. I'd probably need a 
I'd probably need a weekend lunch for that. What the fuck? Oh, man. I'm going to sleep good tonight, I hope. Here comes Kurt Angle. Kurt! See, and this is what I didn't like about the Rumbles back then. In the back half of the Rumble is where you started seeing all your bigger, bigger names. And especially those last ten. You know, Undertaker, and then you get one or two in the early set, but all your heavy hitters were in the back half of the Rumble. It just always seemed so stacked. I feel like everything should be split up evenly so you get a good flow to the rumble. Mm-hmm. We're just over the two-hour mark here, and we've got probably another 13 minutes left. As soon as this ends, we are going to end the broadcast as well. Um, as soon as Triple H is named the winner of the match, yes, spoiler alert. <laughs> if you haven't watched it, you're about... Mostly because I swear to God, I think I'm running out of things to talk about. I think you're about 21 years too late if you haven't watched it yet. I thought you were 21 years too late. So, don't talk shit. I do what I want. No, you don't. Bitch, please. What is... Ang- so, I know Austin ends up <laughs> fighting Scott Hall at WrestleMania. Was you? No. In no two? He did it when uh, Rock fought Rumble. Oh, not Rock. Fuck, fuck. When Rock fought Hogan. At 18, you fuck. Which is in 02. We did this two hours ago. Right there. Number eight. Austin defeated Hall. So this year. So this World Rumble year was. Funny. I'm getting my shit mixed up. We did this like an hour and a half. I know, ago. I know, I know. And I don't know why I'm getting my things mixed up. It's the big slow. 2002 would be WrestleMania 16. Mm-hmm. 2001 was 17 in the Alamo Dome, where where Austin turned on the Rock. Mm-hmm. 18 was Rock and Hogan. It also happened to be Hall and Austin. That's right, that's right, that's right. 02, 18. Fuck! 03, 19, 04, 20. Man. Mm. I've been up since 4 in the morning. I conveniently don't care. <laughs> Big brain no worky right now. Kurt Angle would end up fighting Kane at WrestleMania that year. Interesting. How the hell did we end up at that match? I just wonder if they didn't have anything for either one of them to do. It doesn't look like they did. Because I don't even get, like, backstory on it. Let's see. In the ring right now is Austin, Kurt Angle, Triple H, Big Slow, and Mr. Perfect. Big Show standing tall. Let's see. Uh... 
Big Show's actually not on the WrestleMania card that year. It's interesting to note. Who? Big Show. Huh. He does not go on WrestleMania in any way, shape, or form. He sits at catering. Wrong man to be ever sitting catering. Here comes Kane. <clears throat> Kane still had the mask on here. He wouldn't lose the mask for about another two years. Kane is number 28. He will not last long. Boom. Kim, Jimmy? <laughs> Big Show kicking the shit out of Kane. And Kane with a kick to the dick. Kenny gets the big man up. He got the big man up, up and over and out. Big Show has been eliminated. Austin sizing up Kane here. Hands him with a stunner. Angle. That might be the setup because weird angle slam onto the outside. Mr. Perfect is in there with three future Hall of Famers. Himself being a future Hall of Famer in his own right. Yep. Speaking of Hall of Fame. Oh, God. Who do you got as the number one pick for this year? Who do I got? Who do I want? Either one. Take your pick. I don't care. I got, I think, I think it's going to be Batista or Cena. Batista's in. He just hadn't, they haven't given him his full... Remember, he was, it was during the whole pandemic. They just waited on his doing his whole. Well, he he's not in. He has not been inducted. He's in the Hall of Fame, but not inducted. So yeah, he's not in the Hall of Fame. He turned because it wasn't in front of people and all that. He declined it. I'm pretty sure. No, you're you're probably right. Usually, yeah. Rob Van Dam. There's an interesting one. It took a long while for him to get a title. Let's see. And probably lost it because of his whole stupidity. I'll say yes. I'm going to get caught with drugs and weed in my car. On December 9th, WWE officially announced that Batista would be inducted into the WWE class of 2020. Mm Mm-hmm. The event was postponed due to COVID. It was announced that the 20 class would be inducted alongside the 21 at the 21 event. Mm-hmm. Prior to this, however, he was removed from the list. Batista posted to Twitter confirming his removal, citing previous obligations as a reason for why he couldn't attend the 21 event. He also said that WWE honored his request to induct him into the future ceremony. So, oh, he, so it could just be at any point in time. So Yeah, so it, it, could, it, it could very well be 23. Um... But I would like to see The Rock. Yeah. I would like to see Triple H. 
don't think Triple H is going to have anything anytime soon. I think he should. He's already in it with DX. Give a fuck. Give him. Give him his. No, 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 no. I agree there. I wholeheartedly. I know you do. I'm just saying. Give it to him. Here comes the 30th entry into the Royal Rumble. Incredibly lackluster in Booker T. But I just think that it's just not going to be an soon with Triple H. It might not be. It might not be. Booker T in the ring. So we've got Mr. Perfect, Rob Van Dam, Kurt Angle, Austin, and Triple H along with Booker T in the ring right now. I would like to see him. Booker T sends RVD. I think Elizabeth's in posthumously. Is she not? No. Uh, it's such a weird one though. I don't I don't know if that's I don't why, know if she gets abducted. When they when they put these divas in, or I'm sorry, they put these women in, where is Miss Elizabeth? Where I think it's these- I think it's easier. I think you tried putting Elizabeth in. It raises a lot of, not a questions, but by the way, there goes Booker T. Yeah, but Macho's in. You don't have Ma- to ask questions. Just- Macho wasn't the problem. I understand that. Yeah, but I don't think she was a problem either. I think it was who she went with after Macho. That's what I'm saying. I, I, isn't, he, isn't Mr. Perfect in there too? First I mean, of all, it wasn't Mr. Perfect. perfect sorry, uh, no, Luger's not in, in the Hall of Fame. Okay, I, I do not think Luger's in the Hall of Fame. For some reason, I thought Luger was in the Hall of Fame. I, th- I'm, I might be thinking of fucking Paul Orndorff in the Hall of Fame, not Luger. But Luger's another one that people potentially be in the... Uh, no, Luger won't go in. I think they put Luger in after he's dead. I don't think they want to put a microphone in front of him. And then that's the other thing. Two things with Elizabeth. One, will her family let her be put in? Mm-hmm. Two, who inducts her? Who does the speech? You literally, you literally can just have the women's roster as kind of like a whole do it because it's <laughs> Miss Elizabeth. I'm just saying because it you is- can't have this women's roster do it. And let me tell you why. I'm sorry, but I don't you think... Don't, you don't have to be this hold, hold on. Stop. Sorry. I don't think Elizabeth did enough for this. These women still had an opportunity to get to where they are now without Elizabeth's contributions. Because Elizabeth's contributions, she was a valet. Probably what, the first woman's valet? One of, and she was eye candy. I'm, I don't mean to speak ill... Or discredit, but she didn't put the fucking foot forward for anybody. I mean, we all, she always made herself seem like the damsel in distress. You know, we all know the one that needs to be in, but it's never going to be in. Who? Owen. If his wife can get off her high fucking horse. I'm hoping maybe Triple H could talk some sense into her. Yeah, yeah, they'll do it after she's dead. They'll probably do it after Vince is gone. No. Nope. I think she harbors more hatred towards Vince. No, I think she hates the company. I think she hates the company 100%. It's 100% the company. Not Vince specifically. I think it's everybody in there. Pillman? I mean, I guess it would raise some flags just because of what happened. You know, and that's the thing you have to look at. You have to look at 
and take everything into account, right? Which is why we know China won't be inducted by herself ever. I disagree. I disagree to that. I, I, I think she ends up. She's in there because of DX, yes. The DX thing was the including her in it and making sure they made a point to mm-hmm. honor her mm-hmm. was quote unquote a testing ground for it. I think she does get it. I don't think it's anytime soon. I think some people don't think it's gonna happen because of her career afterwards. Yeah. Everybody's done questionable shit. Oh, you know, um, somebody from the give, you know, the winner of the O'Horrible will never be in, even though he had a great career. Yeah, but you again. All right. this, this All right, was, I'm sorry. No, 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 no it, I'm gonna it, stop. No, I'm gonna stop you again. I'm gonna stop you again. You cannot put what China did post WWE. I'm not putting that together. No, right? no, no. But it's coming across like you are. So well, okay. well, then, yeah. you can't put what China did post WWE. In the same sentence as what Benoit did post WWE, you can't do it. One just went and did explicit content. Mm-hmm. People aren't on this planet anymore because of that man. Okay. No, no, I, I wasn't trying to put that in the same. I'm, I'm making sure that yeah, no, no, we're no. all on the same fucking yeah, page no, no. right now. We are all on the same. You page. are not about to make that, that analogy. Not, that was not the intention, no. Okay. I think we're down to our last three men in the rumble here. We are. Interesting to note that Perfect's one of the three, even though he botches getting out of the ring there. So they're going to try it again, I think. Going for the Perfect Plex. Hits it. Forgets that it's not a pin match. <laughs> You want to talk about potential Rumble winners that should have ever happened? Santino Morella, just because of my. I don't. Hold on. Damien goes, I don't give a crap what anyone says or thinks, but Chris Benoit needs to be in the Hall of Fame. So it's real. By the way, Mr. Perfect got eliminated. It's down to Kurt Angle and Triple H. It's really hard to separate. It is. What Benoit did in the ring versus what Benoit did out of the ring. If it was anybody else, or if he had done anything, like, like for example, you take the people out of the Hall of Fame for less, right? But you've never put anybody in. No, 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 and that's why I don't think he'll ever go in because you've taken people out for less. Uh, I don't disagree. As a wrestler, yeah, he needs to go in, but you can't put him in as a man. Correct. Cannot do it. I'm sorry. I don't disagree with you, Damian. But I also I can't I can't in good conscience agree with you either. Uh, so we're getting ready to wrap things up here. Like I said, Triple H is going to end up winning this. Like Next week will be Mock Draft. Not Mock Draft. Mock Royal Rumble. Uh, we'll also do a Royal Rumble preview show where we'll go down the card. We'll 
give our predictions for the Rumble. That's where the mock draft, the mock Rumble, will come into play at. Is it this week coming up, or the following week that we get Raw Thirty? I think it's this week. Okay. This week or next week? It's what we'll have Raw Thirty to talk about as well, one way or the other. <clears throat> um. We want to thank our sponsor, Alon's E-Travel, for sponsoring today's episode and every episode here <laughs> on In This Very Ring. Alon's E-Travel specializes in creative vacation of your dreams at Disney Universal or wherever your heart calls you. Let their talented team of travel experts, including yours truly, create a custom vacation for you without any of the stress. Alon's E on over to alonz-travel.com backslash take the trip. To get in touch with myself or one of the other incredibly talented travel agents over there. Schedule your complimentary consultation today and get your next magical vacation on the books. For Ritz, I'm sorry, for but for Butters, I'm Ritz. <laughs> you can tell what kind of day it's been. We will see you guys next week. Until then, tell somebody you love them. Peace, love, and joy. We are out of here. What?